Yes. Good evening, everybody. You're welcome to Create or Die Trying with Sagai. It's a rainy evening in Lagos, or well, parts of Lagos. I think uh, experience has taught me that sometimes it can be raining in one area and then two miles away, there's nothing happening. So, well, it, it, it's, a, it's a wet uh, Monday evening on this side of Lagos. How it's your side of Lagos? Is it chilly? Is it wet? Well, However it is, I know that uh, this week is going to be an awesome week and we're all going to achieve great stuff in it. How was your weekend, by the way? I mean, I had an interestingly filled out weekend besides the fact that on Friday, I was invited to talk to a couple of kids at the Superstar Schools in Festac on their career day about creativity thinking. And I, so, I mean, it was really fun uh, standing there in front of the kids and then hearing their own contributions to what I'm saying and their own thoughts about their future and their careers was really, really, really a fun time. Um, a special thanks to Ohio for for that particular out and out there. So thanks again for joining us on Facebook and on Instagram. So as I was saying about this weekend, all right? So uh, besides the Friday outing, which was like an interesting experience, and I, uh, I spent practically half of the day in there, there at that school in Festac, um, on Sunday, I had a shoot for the children's program that I co-host on TBC. All right, so um, if you don't know about uh, Continental Kids Show, we're tuning to TBC every Tuesday and Thursday by 4:30 p.m. and get the young ones to watch Continental Kids Show. I host the drawing section and I just provide certain things for that show as well. So make sure you watch it. All right, and so that's basically what kept my entire weekend filled out. Um, for those who probably think I won't um, go that way, let me go there. Uh, apologies for last week. I I had an all weekend body ache that uh, made Monday last week a little bit of a difficult thing to do. So I had to make sure I wasn't completely uh, on the or uh, die trying part of the create end of things. All right, so that was why we just had to like call off the show for that Monday. Apologies for that. We will ensure and work hard to make sure. We do not miss a Monday with you guys to share our thoughts on creativity and learn a thing or two, you know? How it is now. Uh, it's an interesting that I'm just noticing out there. Um, the first like for uh, the show today comes from Austin Osas. Austin Osas, I know today is your birthday, so happy birthday, man. Thanks again for uh, being uh, who you are and doing exactly all the awesome stuff that you do within the comic book industry. You are an awesome guy. Okay, so. Now with that, um, uh, special thanks to everybody for tuning in. Those who are joining us on, I think we're on Instagram. We have VSY Creative joining on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and if you are watching for the first time, you can watch previous episodes on my page on Facebook or log on to www.anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to listen to podcasts of past episodes of the show. All right. So now our topic today is um is, is a little bit funky because it came out of certain thoughts I've been having for the last couple of months. Uh, part of it was realizing that a larger percentage of the people I am working with now, the people that I'm actually rating with business-wise, the people that are contributing to my life right now, are from relationships I started or built uh, or things that I set up like 25 years ago, like 15 years ago. So the things that I'm actually benefiting from right now are things that were set up way before now. So it got me thinking about um, 25 years from now, 
what happens? What exactly uh, would I be able to do in that period? I mean, a lot of things that I realized growing up, um, one of the things was that I was not going to be able to do everything that I'm doing now at some point in my life. You know? So you love doing this, you love doing that. Can you look further? Let's look further than in our present creative lives and, and go beyond, beyond what you're doing right now. Has it ever occurred to you that at some point in your life you will get old and not be able to do the things that you're doing right now? Now, now creativity is life. So uh, how do you sustain your creativity during those periods? What are you even planning to ensure that you can enjoy the fruit of your labors, of your creative uh, abilities right now? Then, one of the things that got me back um, when I was much younger was um, uh, animation. I love animation. I wanted to get into it. And then a thought occurred to me as an animator. How many animated projects can you effectively work on in your active productive life? And I realized if you're working on an animation, animated movie that is running for like two or three years per project, that's like, that means in 10 movies is 30 years of your life, you know? So basically, how many animated movies will you have to do? How many comic books will you be able to draw if one page takes two days? How many pages of a comic book? How many pictures can you potentially take? before you get to that point in life when you're not able to make those things happen. So what are you doing right now to prepare for that particular, uh, uh, particular uh, period in your life? Okay, um, starting from your present position in creativity or creative enterprise, what do you need to do to keep it going in the future? All right, that's always our talk today is not a lecture, it is more a conversation. So. Uh, um, comment that I cannot seem to see. Wow. Can, can you imagine? I almost didn't see all those comments. They were not sure. Akita Bakalaya is tuning in. thanks very much for joining us. My co-host and Olu Agbemi Abe says, hey. Olu Agbemi Abe says, well done, bros. Thank you very much. And then Michael Rima just joined us on Facebook as well as Aida Peter Spark Sunny. That's a very, very long name text for tuning in. So comments and contributions are always highly welcome. You know we're sharing knowledge here. So be, feel free to chip in some things there. Now, note, some of the things we have talked about on the, on the show in the past will be revisited slightly on the, in this particular episode as they relate to the topic we are talking about today. So some points to note prior to our, uh, our talk today is um, these basic points. Just keep it at the back of your mind. These are the things that we will be trying to address, questions we might be trying to answer towards, uh, in, the, in the course of the show. All right, so points. Point one you will grow old at some point. Think about it and then plan for it. Point two, should you be concerned about your future? That is actually more of a question, but should you be concerned about your future? Point three, how do you keep earning in that future? All right, notice the word earning. How do you keep making money in that future? Obviously, you're making a gazillion loads of dollars and naira right now. What happens in the future? What will happen? Then point four, uh, understanding the power of sweating now and resting later. Okay, sweating now, resting later. Then number point five will be, um, let me see that, my notes are running away from me. <laughs> um, you're only so productive after a while. No matter how strong you think you are, at some point, your productivity level will drop. Okay, keeping that in mind. And also making your present pain a future gain. All right? So with those points in mind, so what will guide us through the questions and talk and the things we'll address in the course of this 
conversation, let's look at the first thing we need to address. First, you have got to determine your future goal. Okay, now this is the hardest part of everything we're going to talk about, the goal point of it. But if you, if you take it on, it gets easier when you can do it in a particular way. There's something I devised, I uh, found it a couple of uh, years ago, and it has actually helped in preparing me for what I do for the future. Ask yourself this question, and don't put any restriction in your mind when that question comes up, okay? I'm going to ask this, and even you right now, as you're listening, just um, ask yourself this question, and then later on, perhaps, let your mind go and try to answer it. The question, what will a day in my life be like in 15 years' time? Look at a day in your life, 15 years from now. Take your mind to 15 years from now. What do you imagine that a day, a single 24-hour day, will be like in your life? Right? The questions like, uh, where will you wake up? With whom? You know, which house? The business? Uh, what kind of SMS will you get that day? What, what, kind, what kind of car you'll be driving? Who's going to call you in that day? Who are the people you will call in that day? Who will be around you? Who are the people that are going to be supporting you that day? Who will you, I mean, will you appear in the papers? And then as who? I mean, you need to imagine that. Now, the point of this exercise is to set yourself into the future a goal that you would love to achieve. Now, at this point, a lot of people get it wrong by trying to um, uh, imagine something practical, something achievable, something they feel would be easier to make happen. But the essence of this goal is not to um, look at it simply because it is achievable, okay? But to let your imagination go. What would you like it to be like? Go wild, go crazy, all right? Now, this exercise helps you define a definite day and as such will help you determine what you need to do now towards achieving that day, okay? So if you are putting some things in that day, for instance, you hope to be driving your own custom-built car, custom-designed car. What do you have to do now, 15 years away from that time, from that day, to ensure you will be able to have that custom car, all right? So the essence of planning for the future is to even know what that future might be like, what is the kind of future that you want, all right? There's a lot of things that can go wrong uh, with individuals regarding their future. What would you prefer? To happen? What do you prefer to not go wrong about your future? Ask that question and then set it down. Do it every night as much as you can. Just find out what will a day in your life be like in 15 years. It is not something that one day of imagination is enough to solve. You might have to rethink some things you think you understand and know now once you begin to answer that question. Now, with that exercise, you will get an idea of the kind of future you would like to have. All right? With that said, that should give you a backtrack. Now let's go back to now. What should you be doing now towards making sure that that future happens, all right? So next, you need to remember to do these things now. Whether your future is imagined in a variety of ways, whatever it is, these things are the ones you should be looking at right now, okay? I think I have about 10 or 12 of them here, so uh, just... Uh, hold out a little bit as we get that done. Number one, create for the future. All right, let me break that down a little bit. Create for the future. Whatever you're doing now, ask yourself, can it stand, can you stand by it in 25 years? Is this something that will be able to last, that will carry on for the next 25 years? Create things that will last. 
in your creative process, always think about the fate. All right, I call it the fate. Think about the fate. What will happen with what you're doing right now when it fades? Can this thing fade? All right, think about it. Create for the future. The business you're about to start right now, the idea you're about to birth, that thing you're about to create. What happens in 15 years? What can happen in 15 years? What can happen in five years? Would this still be relevant? I can tell you one way in which that has actually um, helped uh, me in building IC Studios and in building myself over the last couple of years. Uh, at the earliest um, start of my uh, foray into um, commercial artistic ranges and all that, I was doing a lot of storyboards. You know, it was like my mainstay of earning. But I sat down and thought about it and I realized two things would eventually happen in the future. First and foremost, agencies will find a way to get their storyboards done in-house. That's number one. And number two, what happens when I introduce these new ideas to people who are going to assist me, other artists who are going to be there to help me get these storyboards done? They are also going to be aware of this gold mine, and we're all going to enter it, and this gold mine will be depleted. So with that thought in mind, I had made the choice to improve on my storyboards into something else. So it goes beyond the storyboard. I became an idea developer and the animatics maker and ultimately presentation packaging for advertising agents. So it's more like looking at that, looking at the future, thinking more about what can happen to whatever it is that you think is awesome that you're doing well right now. Think about it. Would that thing be the same in the next five, 10 years? The ability to think forward is the ultimate thing you will need in preparing for your future. So first, create for the future whatever you're doing right now think about it in five years will it still be okay will it still be viable how will the industry expand how will the environment change to that thing that you're doing number two now after you have created for the future you need to protect your future all right now all now when you hear that yeah uh, protect your future that simply means talk about uh what 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 are you doing protecting, making sure nobody messes up with your future. No, actually protecting yourself and your creativity. That is your future. You are your future. If you are not there, the future will not happen. So get insurance, okay? Plan for your pension. Create or get patents or intellectual property protection for your ideas. Start setting up your passive or residual income setup. We have talked about that before as, uh, as our income generation uh, talk on creative end of things. But protect your future by ensuring that the things you are doing now are protected for the future and can earn for you for the, in the future. And you yourself as an individual is protected for that future by getting insurance and then getting uh, a plan for a pension, something that would pay you a minimum amount to live on for a pretty long period after you are unable to actually work. All right, a lot of people in Nigeria particularly are not uh, interested in preparing for insurance and then pension largely because we hear a lot of uh, sad stories or really horrifying stories about what the insurance companies do or what the pension planners do with our money. But I can bet you, do your research right and then you will find the right one because you will need insurance one way or the other and you will need a pension in one form or the other. If your pension is going to be your intellectual property, earnings or passive income or residual income for the future fine set up a way to earn money when you're not able to work to earn money again all right so protect your future do those things number three 
write your ideas, thoughts, and things down. A lot of us uh, creative people uh, have ideas that sit in our head and we don't document. Write everything down and keep your notes. If nothing else, they will make for a great book in the future. And that is one thing you can actually end from when you are not working again. All right? Now, I, 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 there's something I observed about a lot of people as they grow older. They end up reminiscing more about the past and stop thinking about the future. Like they have already decided, okay, shop is closing, things are about to come to an end, so basically there's no point in trying to think about tomorrow. Right? And because of that, they do nothing. Whereas when you're old, that past that you're reminiscing about, why not call a younger person to help document your past? Why not put it down, your ideas, your thoughts, your experiences? Why not take that time at that point? Bring out your old files from 1952, your old files from 1970, something, and then convert that into a book. Somebody can learn from your experience, no matter how mundane you think your life has been in the last couple of decades or so. All right? So we have... Um, Eiffel Creative joining on Instagram. Eiffel Creative, thank you very much for tuning in, as well as Ulukotun Temitokbaya and Kim Dilim Princess and Emma God Focus joining on Facebook. Thanks, guys, for being with us here now. So, number three, write your ideas, thoughts, and things down. And then keep your notes. All those rough, rough things you're writing down, ideas, thoughts that come to you, flitting into your sketches, put them somewhere. There's one thing that makes Leonardo da Vinci great in my part, in, in my view. The guy documented everything, every thought he had, every idea. He sketched it, wrote it, kept it, filed up somewhere. Even those he knew that, look, I probably will be able to achieve this because I don't have the right kind of technology, I don't have the right kind of equipment to make this happen. But put it down. Somewhere in the future, somehow, somebody is going to be able to do this. And you know the beautiful thing about that? When you have those ideas down and those things that you are unable to achieve in your life, documented and patented or registered somewhere in the future becomes something that your family might be able to benefit from when you're not there all right think about that okay then number four remember the three steps of money this is very much about protecting your future the three steps of money keep that in mind as young as old whatever age you are right now whatever level of your creative enterprise you're operating in right now remember the three steps of money earn save, invest, and then repeat, okay? Earn money right now. That should be easy for most of us. You have an idea, you have a skill, you have something that somebody wants, and you can provide solutions. That's great, but save. Saving and investing, those are the last two parts of the three sets of money that are often the hardest. It's easy to earn. In fact, you notice that there's no expenses, no spending in that particular three steps of money, okay? Expense is easy. Earning is easy, but it's the core of every other thing that you do. If you don't earn, you don't spend. But if you don't earn, you also can't save and invest. Remember those three. Earn, save, and then invest. Your investment will earn you income, and then you begin the circle again. All right? So keep that going. And then like a friend of mine, and my operation director posted up recently, compound interest will work to your advantage when you keep the three steps of money going in your life. You'll be surprised what can happen to your bank balance in five years. You will be amazed if you keep those three steps in mind. All right. Uh, um, Wet Fox uh, joining on Instagram as well as Spank. And then we have Ashford Etela and Fikayo Aremun. Ah, Uncle Fikayo, thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks for tuning in. All right. So 
that you have here, that's number four. Remember the four steps of money. Now, number five, this is an important one to uh, pay attention to as a growing creative, whether you are in the uh, younger stage of it or you have become a professional artist for the last couple of, I don't know, two, three decades and you've been doing this for a while. Number five, teach someone or a lot of people. Now, you'll be surprised how much of your life came from people who you can't remember taught you one thing or the other right now. And you'll be surprised equally of how many people in the future will come to you and say, sir, you don't remember me, but you came to my school this day, or you came to my house this day, you came to this day, you said this thing to me on Facebook this day, and that was what I, I used to end where I am right now in life. You will be surprised at the kind of impact you will make on people. I say, um, um, I have four um, words in my um, guiding motto, and it's actually on my crest out there. Um, it says, seek to impart create to impact all right i'll say that again seek to impart the purpose of you seeking out information seeking out knowledge seeking out ways to do things is so that you can impart it into the next generation to people around you into your your children your children your whoever you are seeking the information seeking the skills seeking the growth so that you can impart it on and then you're using that information to create to impact people around you you create to impact people around you. So teach someone. Now, not only will you be helping that information pass across, uh, pass down to people who might be able to use it, you will also be building um, people who can actually take up what you are trying to do right now, your creative enterprise, your goals, your ideas, all those things that you actually might not be able to achieve after a particular period in your life, you might be training people who will help you achieve those things as the year go by or long after you can't lift a pencil or drag a camera around your neck, you know? So teaching people, teach. Find a way to share your information, share your knowledge. Uh, it is said that a candle never loses light by lighting another candle. Share the light. Let somebody learn from you, all right? You will not just only be passing down information, you will be creating a succession plan for yourself, all right? to ensure that your legacy continues. So number five, that is it, teach someone. Number six, all right? Um, this one would be more for younger people. But let, me, let me say something quickly about that number five again. Um, there's, there's a fear that often goes around creative persons, and I had this expressed by um, a friend and one of Nigeria's top comic book artists recently, uh, Digital Princess and all that recently. Um, he, he had a fear of the fact that now he's training a lot more people around him who are beginning to um, earn income from him based on what they do for him. And then he has the fear that uh, it seems he's paying out quite a lot more and they are doing a lot more for him. Now his fear was more like about paying out a lot more. But then I reminded him of something. The goal of every entrepreneur is to do less and get paid for it. Do you understand? You are not setting up your company so that you do more work than everybody else in the company. You are setting it up so that over a period of time, you don't even have to be in the office to earn money. Everybody else in the office will work and their pay and pay you. So ultimately, your goal in training people, in teaching, in passing on that knowledge, in impacting people's life is to ensure that you can benefit by doing less, by teaching people to do more for you, to help you achieve those things, and then you still get your reward for it okay so never fear in that regard you will teach yes some of these students you are teaching are going to be as good as you not better than you but that is your goal okay but plan to ensure that the people you are teaching 
become better than you. Okay, Omir Feolumide Meje is tuning in on Facebook. Thank you very much, Olumide. Uh, All right, so that is number five. Number six, realize that your equipment will either get old or stop working at some point. Watch what you pay for it. Now, a lot of times I've found that this is um, a reflection of the creative mind. We are easily wooed by, um, I don't know, magical machines. You know, we hear about this laptop, we hear about this camera, we hear about this. I was like, whoa, 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 I gotta get this, I gotta get this. Now, take a step back and realize that that equipment you are wowing about right now, in a year, will become the old model and a new version will be out. So, with that in mind, don't use the newness as to why you're purchasing it. Buy it for the long term. I have a friend who only buys things that he can use for five years plus. Do you understand? So those things will be able to achieve what he wants to achieve and then last for a period of five years without it being a case of, you're still using that? that those things can actually uh, perform for a longer period of their lifespan. So watch what you're paying for your equipment right now. And this appears to a lot of young entrepreneurs and creative persons out there. Uh, I understand distance can be tempting. That 300K laptop, that 500K camera and things and all that, it looks uh, attractive right now. But imagine what you could do with the rest of the money if you bought a lower price equipment that can achieve practically the same thing and then save the rest of the money or invest it in something that can earn you money for you to even be able to afford the latest model next year. Okay? So think about that in what you're doing. Plan your equipment to, to, to not um, be um, obsolete before you actually get the benefit out of them. All right? So watch what you pay for your equipment. Number seven, make a distinction between wants and needs. Okay? Your goals should be a need and a bit of want sprinkled in. We cannot remove want in everything that we do. But for us to actually live effectively, the things that we should have are just the needs. And they are very basic. Okay? Know the difference between a want and a need. Do you need that brand new laptop? Or do you just want it because it seems a couple of your friends have it? Or maybe somebody just teases you about your old reliable laptop? Think about it. Is it a need? Is it something you require that would actually boost your creative ability, that would boost your creative enterprise? Is it something that you need to acquire? Or is it just something you want? So make that distinction. And that distinction will not just come for you now. It is something that you need to do and think about every day of your life and every decision you make. I, 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 I say that one of the beautiful things uh, for any person out there is to be able to walk through um, a series of shops where everything is being sold and not feel the desire to purchase anything. Not because you can't afford it, but because you just realize, I don't need this. Like, I don't need to buy that. I don't need to buy that. I just don't need it. All right? Because if it's once, come on, there is no reasoning about once. You just get it. So the beauty of what you should look out for is to get to that stage where you can walk through that kind of stuff and not surely by impulse to just purchase anything around you. So number seven, make a constant distinction between your wants and your needs and focus on your needs. That would help you conserve funds and will help you save better. Okay? Number eight. Yes. Show me your friends and I will um, tell you who you are. 
Number eight is choose your future associates now. I said earlier at the beginning of the show that some of the people that I'm working with right now, some of the clients I have right now are from relationships and situations started well over 15 years ago. All right. These are people that I decided to uh, work with, uh, be friends with, talk with, show them that I can do some things. Excuse me, well over 15 years ago. And 15 years down the line, they are in a position or they are in positions where they would now need those things I told them I could do 15 years ago, that I showed them I could do 15 years ago. And they have seen me. They look me up, find it somewhere on Facebook, just Google up that name, and then, oh, that's the guy. Then they get in touch. So choose your future associates. Now, the people you will need 15 years from now are the ones you're talking to now. Find out these people. Know um, um, exactly where they are now, and then don't think of where they are. Think more of where they can be 15 years down the line. Okay? Do not think of where they are now. Think of where they can be 15 years down the line. That's where there's this proverb about um, we don't know um, that you and me are waters in the river that you don't know where you're going to meet each other again. Choose the people that would want to think about you 15 years from now. Meet them, introduce yourself, get to know them, get them to know you so that somewhere down the line, if anybody ever says anything about what you do, they remember you. Okay? So choose your future associates now. Whether they are going to be your underlings or people you are going to train or your proteges or they're going to be your partners for the future. Now is the time to start choosing them and studying them to understand and to know where they are going, where they're coming from, towards looking at where they will be in 15 years from now. All right? Number, I think that was, that was number eight. So number nine now. Um, this one, a little bit funky, but let's see. Number nine, not everything is about money. Okay? Keep that in mind. In preparing for the future, there are some things that you do now that's going to be about money. You're going to make money the most important part of it, and ultimately it's going to cost you something in the future. You can achieve a lot more by working for free, depending on where you are at your creative points, uh, creative career right now. However, there's anything I have found out. A lot of the people who will get to remember you and work with you later on in life are people that at some point or the other you have done some level of favors for in your creative career. All right? I mean, let me, let me say, tell you, say something um, quickly. Just imagine 10 years ago, um, a young guy came to you and asked you to design a logo for them for, this, for the new business is about to start. All right, and it tells you, look, I really don't have much cash right now. I can give you this very small package, just buy you lunch, and then this is going to be just please help get this thing done. You might think, really, that's it. Ah, sorry, oh, my time is so precious, I can't do this right now. But now imagine 10 years down the line, that logo that you designed for free for this guy is now the logo that everybody loves is all over the place and is known. There's one thing that you have on that logo. It is in your CV. Now, people know you did it. And the person that you did that logo for, seriously, I find, why am I even yeah, using a hypothetical situation? Um, Nighthouse, a music production company, um, I designed a logo a while back for a ridiculous amount of money. Till today, I know Rob Arumura, the CEO of that company from back then to date and things. And I'm always proud of the time I see that logo show up in anything that they are doing. All right? So, 
Uh, not everything is about money. Relationships is more important than that. Uh, you need to build relationships. You need to choose the kind of people you want to work with for the future, people that will be relevant to you in your future. So don't make everything about money at this stage in what you're doing. So that is number nine. Number 10, and this is about the realization, making sure you don't let the pain of today um, rob you of your gain for the future. Your hustle will not blow in, may not blow, may not blow in 10 years, but you must work against that not blowing in 10 years and keep doing it better. Now, it might sound a bit confusing, let me state it again. You go into whatever it is you're doing right now with the mindset that this might not become the hit I want to be in 10 years. Now, with that thought, begin to look at how can you make sure it hits earlier than 10 years. Okay? Making it better, constantly growing it, consistently growing it, without the thought of, man, you should have hammered by now, now there should be some, I should be a billionaire at this point. Calm down. All right? It may hammer in two years. In two weeks, you'll be surprised. But ultimately, it depends on how much effort you're going to keep putting on it, how much improvement you're going to keep putting on whatever it is you're doing right now to get it to that point where your idea meets the solution it's trying to solve and people will pay you for it. And that's when the blue point comes in. So, uh, Rabiu, Abiodun joined in on Facebook. Rabiu, thanks very much for tuning in onto the show. So, that's number 10. Number 11. This one is for you now and for your brain for the future. Remain teachable. That is number 11. Remain teachable. Learning keeps the brain alive. One of the things that stops people as they grow older is they begin to think they know everything there is to know. And that cannot be anything further away from the truth. It's, it's so far away from the truth. All right? You need to remain teachable as you grow older. There's a, the phrase that says, when you grow older, you should spend more time with younger people. Uh, I mean, basically, to, uh, you'd be surprised that the things they know now that you think, you, yeah, I, mean, I learned this since when I was younger, but there are things that are happening right now that they are privy to that you are not. So remain teachable. Learning keeps the brain alive. That is number 11 out there. Now, number 12, as a reflection of remaining teachable, is remain and stay flexible. Whatever your goals are, whatever plans or ideas you have right now, whatever things you have set for yourself for the future, no plan has ever gone exactly as planned. Great plans are, are, are the ones that succeed in spite of change. Are you getting what I mean? Great plans are the ones that succeed in spite of change. Remain flexible. Stay flexible in whatever plan and idea you have right now. Knowing fully what that is, you remain teachable. Flexibility becomes a part of everything that you're going to do. Okay? So whatever plan you have, know that it will change, it might change, and most likely won't even be um, the, the plan at the end of the day. I mean, I, I was watching uh, Steve Jobs answer a question a while back that about process and creativity, one of the topics we had on the show, um, referring to the fact that oftentimes the idea at the beginning of the concept and what, is, what ends up being the finished product are not the same thing. The idea that sparked it might have been modified a hundred times before the final product is out, okay? But if that spark had never happened, we would not have the finished product. And if they have not um, uh, refused the urge to maintain the original idea as it is, they probably won't have a project out there. But by being willing to be flexible with an initial idea 
and then change according to new information or techniques or ideas that are coming in, you will be able to get an ultimate product out for the future, okay? Now, this one is going more in the terms of financial planning. This is number 13, all right? Now, a lot of the things being said here might look like, oh, these things are not all about creativity and all that. Yes, they are not, because being creative is one aspect of your life, all right? You need to plan your finances. You need to plan your operations. You need to plan your, your entire health. In fact, you need to plan every aspect of your life separately, and they all work together towards ensuring that you, as a creative, have a future to look forward to, all right? So this last one, number 13, think about a trust for all your stakes. Think about creating a trust or foundation. Now, there's something that got me in the day I found out that um, Rolex is owned, or Rolex is actually, Rolex, the watch company, is actually a not-for-profit organization, all right? Um, the, the founder of Rolex transferred all his shares to this foundation that does a lot of NGO work and non-governmental non work, and owns almost a hundred percent like a hundred percent of rolex okay so now when you do this a lot of people um creative people don't want to um let go of what they own what they have created what they have started and that often leads to a larger problem in the future so you own this thing and you feel no it's mine i'm the ceo i'm the owner i'm the founder and you want to keep it with yourself forever forgetting that somewhere along the line you are not going to be able to actively uh, sustain it. What plans do you have to ensure that what you own can continue after you? That is where a trust or a foundation comes in. It frees you up and then it sets up your family against future fights. I mean, like, seriously, nobody owns a company. You don't. The trust owns it. So basically, nobody's going to claim and say, that's my daddy's company, or that's my uncle's company, or that's my husband or my wife's company. It's just a company that you can benefit from. Okay? And then also, it also has other governmental benefits in the fact that, I mean, with the trust, you can skip certain tax issues in income and all of that. And you can also do society some good by setting up something like that. Not purely by what that foundation can do for the society, but what uh, it can do for your family by allowing them not to go crazy on society when the time comes. So think about uh, creating a, 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 an instrument that can help maintain your earnings, your ownings, your shares, your stocks, your sh the things you own right now for the future. Okay, that is a form of planning for your pension or insurance for yourself and your family for the future. So in closing, the one that actually will wrap this all up is with all the goals and plans that you're setting based on these ideas and thoughts that we have had, you need to review your plans every year. Okay, every year that goal that you feel you need to set for yourself for the future in the next 15 years is where I want to be, this is what I want to do. Review that every year fully in written form if you can and then do mini reviews every three months basically check yourself you say you are going to do this in the next one year where are you right now what stage are you in that plan that you're making because um you noted the first thing that we put to uh, put at number one on this particular topic the first thing you need to do is to create for the future all right the future will not just happen by itself it's going to be the future you create. So by constantly checking to see if your creative process for that future is on track, you can keep yourself going long after you're unable to do that. And so review your plans, do mini reviews every three months and every year, look at it 
is this really what you should be doing is it going exactly the way you think or you like it to go think about that and review accordingly uh this one Familiarity is watching on Facebook. Thank you very much for tuning in. Remember, I said the comments and contributions welcome for this particular one. It is important to note the first question we ask um, ourselves as individuals. We are creative people after us, so our imagination should be able to process this without a lot of wa'ala. Ask and have fun with this, really. Have fun with it. Ask yourself, what will a day in my life be like in 15 years? You'll be amazed at how well it will help you set up what you can and should be working out right now and how less stressed you get about the things that are happening around you. Once you know where you want to go, a lot of things become less troublesome. All right, guys, thanks very much again for tuning in uh, to the show today on Facebook and on Instagram. You guys are awesome. It's always awesome being here with you and sharing these ideas. Remember, Whatever thoughts or comments you have about this topic or any other topic we have treated, share it on the show. Let somebody learn from what you have uh, experienced or learned in your own creative enterprise. So if you're just joining us, well, um, you can watch this video on my page on Facebook or you can log on to www.anchor.fm to watch, uh, also to listen to the podcast of this episode and past episodes as well of the show. So. Until okay, I think a day uh Adeiga Glamia Depukola is tuning thanks very much for joining us on Facebook. It's awesome having you here. However, you are at the tail end of the show we're about running up right now. So again, guys, thanks a million for tuning in. Remember this in everything that you do. Uh, the future does not create itself. We create the future. All right. You are the ones who are responsible for what will happen in the things that you do in your life and the future. Make it awesome. Whatever the week brings, it will be awesome to you. So until I see you guys next week, Monday, well, remember, keep doing this. Create or die trying. It's the only way to live. Take care, guys. See you next week.